Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another message of uplifting hope and inspiration. Hope that you're doing well. Boy, do I have a word for you today. I got a word to encourage you. And it's a powerful word. We'll be looking at the book of Exodus. I'll be reading from the New King James Version today. And we'll be looking at these 10 plagues that God had performed in Egypt. But we're going to be focusing on one thing in particular. Does God make a difference with his people? Does God protect his people? And, and you already know the answer. We know the answer is yes. But I'm going to show it to you. Because with these ten plagues that happened in Egypt, the first nine were deities that they worshipped in Egypt. The last one was judgment, was death. The wages of sin are death. So... But the first nine are deities that they have worshipped. And so we're going to talk about does God make a difference with his people? And the answer is yes. If you are down right now, if you're feeling depressed, you're feeling oppressed, you're feeling alone, I want you to know this right now. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And even in the midst of your difficulties, know that God sits on a throne. And what this means is that you got to understand that God is in heaven. Earth is beneath him. And that earth is his creation. He sits so high above us that he looks down on us. Not to make you feel less than he looks down on you to watch you and to love you understand this god loves you with an everlasting love god loves you understand this god didn't create adam and eve to fail he created them to have success they just didn't follow the blueprint but today we have the perfect blueprint and that's to walk in christ's footsteps and believe in him trust in him even at the worstest of times in your life know that God is with you if God is for you who can be against you and understand this you are blessed I declare you are blessed in the name of Jesus I'm so excited to talk to you about this does God make a difference with his people and the answer is yes God does make a difference God is a God of compassion a God of mercy a God of grace I want you to know that this is a new day that there's new mercies in today and Whatever is happened yesterday is behind you. And today, you can walk it in the newness of life. I want to let you know, uh, if you have any prayer requests, please send them in. The email address is youarenotalonepoddannyhampton at gmail.com. Remember, it's all one together, Lord Cases. And I hope that you write so I can pray for you.
that I can believe that God will do great and powerful things for you. I'm believing in 2021 that God will bless you and bless me. That God will help us in the midst of our tribulations and our pains, our sorrows. But I want to let you know, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And within this month, me and my friend in his church, we're going to get out here and we're going to help the poor. We're going to help the homeless. And I'm so excited about it. I want y'all to be praying for us as we get prepared to do this. Because I believe it's a mandate that God has given me. And I'm excited about the mandate that God has given me because God is in control. There's nothing that happens that God doesn't know is going to happen. And so what we're going to talk about, when there was darkness in Egypt, there was light in Goshen. And particularly Exodus chapter 10. We're going to be looking at that. In Goshen, the Israelites experienced blessedness in the midst of trouble. They were unaffected by what happened around them. The, the diseases that killed the cattle and the horses of the Egyptians stayed away from Goshen. So we're going to talk about how this God is able to make a difference in trouble. See, that's, that's the whole thing. God makes a difference in trouble. And when you serve him and you worship him and you praise him, he comes through. Remember, if you want to see victory, begin to praise God. Thank you. Such a powerful word. Thank you. Hallelujah. I love you, God. Thank you for what you do for me. See, that's what we have to do. But also, you know, I want to talk about this too because, you know, I said March 19th would be the day of universal prayer for the podcast. That we're going to pray. We're going to believe that God is going to change things where we're at. In the world. The whole world. We're not just praying for one central location. We're praying that day is a day that's designed to pray for the world. And I hope that you join in with me. I hope that you send in your prayer requests so I know what to call out on the 19th for you and what you believe in God for. I'm believing that God will bless the persecuted church. This is my prayer. My prayer request is going to be centered around the poor, the persecuted church, the downtrodden, because I believe that God has something for these people. So I just want you to know, I'm having other focal points about the people who listen. I'm going to ask God to bless y'all because y'all have been listening to his word. I'm going to ask him to step into your troubles and help you. But you know what we do before we do anything? We pray. But also, 
I started doing this towards the end of 2020. I started acknowledging the places and the people who have been showing support. So today, we're going to acknowledge these people, these places, where the word of God goes forth. And I hope that you're all excited like I'm excited about today because I believe that God is going to do something great in everyone's life. Although the call upon him would not be a shame that he will rescue you in trouble because this is what he did for the children of Israel when they were in Egypt, when they were enslaved. He showed them that he can make a difference in their circumstances and protect them, surrounded by the enemies. So I want to thank the country of Spain, Russia, Iran, the United Kingdom, Canada, and Belgium. I would like to thank the, in the United States, I would like to thank the state of California, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Alabama, New York, South Carolina, Illinois. Thanks for showing your support and listening. But I got a word for you today. Straight from the word of God. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, we come to glorify and magnify you and honor you and lift your name high above. Father, right now, I pray, Father, for all the people listening to the podcast. I pray for the people of the world, God that you would be with them in the midst of their circumstances, that you would provide for them the things that they need. And Father, you know I've been crying out for the persecuted church, Father, that you would help them in the midst of their situation and circumstances where they're being ostracized and beat down by people, that they can't freely say Jesus. They can't freely look at the scriptures and see how wonderful you are and all the things that you have done. They don't get the opportunity to talk about the pardon of the Red Sea. They don't get the opportunity to talk about the ten plagues and the nine deities that you showed that you were more powerful. That you showed that you had all power. Father, I pray, Father, right now for the poor. I pray for the widows, the orphans. I pray, Father, for the people in the hospital. I pray for the people in prison, God. I pray, Father, for those who are just Want, don't want to get up today that they don't want to breathe today God you have a purpose and destiny for them God that you have something for them God Father I ask you to give it to them the people that just, just stressed out with the COVID situation and pandemic and they just tired of wearing masks and just feel trapped Father but I know you got a great plan you have a great plan for your people always. You never let us down, God. Even when we feel that way, God. Rescue your people, Father. Get your trophies today, God. I pray that you get new people added to the church. Just like on the day of Pentecost, where 3,000 souls was added to the church, God. I thank you, God, for giving me life and breath today. I thank you, God, for being with me in the midst of my circumstances. Even when I don't understand, God, I thank you, God, for being a great father, for 
being a great father. Being a great father. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that y'all ready. Now remember, like I always say, you're not alone. This is not just a podcast show. We're a family. We in this thing together. And whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. He cares about you. He's fighting for you right now. Even when you don't feel that he's fighting for you, he's fighting for you. I just want you to understand that God is fighting for you. That God loves you. The land of Goshen. Name in the, in the Bible is, is given to the Hebrews by the Pharaoh of Joseph. And the land which they later left in Egypt when they were in Exodus. So what happened was when Joseph's brother sold him into slavery, he went down to Egypt. And he was a slave in Potiphar's house. Then he went to prison. Then God miraculously brought him up out of prison and placed him to be second in charge. Only the Pharaoh had more power. So Joseph is such an extraordinary individual. He helps the Pharaoh get control over the whole country, but also to save the world in a time of famine. And so when his brothers had came to Egypt, to buy food because of the famine. They didn't know that their brother that they sold was second in charge. And later on, we're gonna talk about Joseph. We're gonna talk about Joseph next. I figured, felt like that once I started talking about, just mentioning these things about Joseph, God put in my spirit, I need to talk about Joseph. And so what happens is, cause I'm just giving you just a brief rundown before we dive into this thing about the darkness this ninth deity that God destroys because he's ultimately about to bring judgment upon the Egyptians. So the 10th plague represents death. The wages of sin are death. So now Joseph, like I said, so he's held all over Egypt. And what happens is he hadn't saw his father. His father thought he was dead. His fathers didn't know that his brothers even sold him into slavery. They had their father, Israel, Jacob, to believe that he was killed by a wild animal. But God has placed him in Egypt to save the world. He was placed and he was hidden. And the reason why he was hidden, because God had a purpose for his life. So what happens is, now his brothers know who he is. So they go back and tell the father, hey, dad, guess what? Joseph is alive and he's all over Egypt. And so the Pharaoh said, you send for your family. And so they come down to Egypt. And I want you to understand this. When Israel, the nation comes to Egypt, there are only 70 that makes up this nation that's getting ready to be incubated in Egypt 
where within this 400 and some odd years that they are in slavery. They're going to grow to be either one to two million people because of persecution and being annihilated. But in the tragedy, God is with you in the fire, the flood, the storm. God is with them. Even when it appears that he's not. Because you would say, why would God let his people suffer? Don't make no sense to it. But understand this. God is in control at all times. And he's working things out for our good. Even when it feels like God is not working it out for our good. I just want you to understand that God makes a difference. Plagues 1, 2, 3, and 8 affected all the lands of Egypt. It should be interpreted as all the nows, deltas, including the land of Goshen. The other plagues affected parts of the neighborhood on but not including the land of Goshen because God was setting them apart you know the ten plagues the first one was blood it's found in Exodus chapter 7 verse 20 this is a deity false god frogs is found in Exodus chapter 8, verse 6. This is the second one. The second, de third deity is lice, found in Exodus chapter 8, verse 17. The fourth is flies, found in Exodus 8, verse 24. Number five is the livestock, found in Exodus chapter 9, verse 6. The bulls are found in Exodus chapter 9 verse 10 hell is found in exodus chapter 9 verse 23 and the locust is found in 10 chapter 10 verse 13 and darkness is the ninth deity i want you to understand within this darkness that we're about to talk about in exodus chapter 10 we're going to find out something because we know number nine represents harvest, right? So, because of the harvest that the Egyptians had been given the people of Israel, the tenth plague is going to be their harvest. It's going to be the death of all the firstborn. So, now we know this. So, I just want to let you know. That this was the first night with deities that the people worship. And the tenth one was judgment. So I'm excited to talk to you today because I just want you to know that God does make a difference. And that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. He would never leave you nor forsake you. He would be with you in the midst of trouble. Because guess what? These people are in trouble. They in bondage, they in slavery. They got a whole bunch of things going on against them. 
But this great and powerful God is getting ready to show up in their lives. He's been showing up. He's been letting the Pharaoh know. But every time he performed these things, the Pharaoh wouldn't let the people go. His heart continued to be hardened towards God. Because guess what? He didn't know Moses' God. And he didn't want to know him. Because he was a God in his own right. How can another God bow down to another God? But he didn't realize that he was a false God. This Pharaoh didn't realize that there was one true God who's in heaven, who controls everything, time, controls the weather. This God controls everything that I'm talking about, this God that we worship. He gives life to whom he pleases. He takes life when he needs to. And so now let's dive into Exodus chapter 10. And we're going to start in verse 21. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand towards heaven. That there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. Let's look at it. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand towards heaven that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. Darkness which may even be felt. Do you understand what that means? That it was so dark that you could touch it. It's so dark that you can feel it. That's what you call heaviness. Such a description of the ninth plague, which occurred without warning, points to the most unusual natural of the three-day darkness that now prevented any from leaving their homes. That Israel had light in their dwelling and went about their normal activities stressed the supernatural of this plague. It takes attention away from trying to explain the darkness solely in terms. Understand this. This darkness was for three days. You know I'm going to point to something about this three days thing, right? Okay. Three days we know that Jesus spent in the earth before he rose again. In darkness. Jesus is going to pay the ultimate price. He's going to be the sacrificial lamb. That restores men to right fellowship with God the creator so it was three days God is always letting you know through the scriptures that Christ is coming and within three days something is going to change
Could you imagine that where you at, there's light, but where someone else is at, there's total darkness. The people couldn't even move. They couldn't do nothing. But in Goshen, the children of Israel went about their normal activities because of God's great love and compassion for his people. God was there for his people. Now, just think like this. We just started talking about this darkness. I only read two verses, but we're going to look at these two verses again. See, I, 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 the one thing that I want to point out, it says that the Lord told Moses to stretch forth his hands to heaven. He didn't say down. He said to heaven because God is in heaven in control of everything. I want you to see it because if you don't see it, you're going to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. The Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand towards heaven. He, he said, he said, he said. Because he wants the Pharaoh to know directly where he is. And that he is in control ultimately of everything. And then this is what it says. That there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. Darkness which may even be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand towards heaven. Obedience. You see that? God gave Moses clear instructions. And see, I want you to understand because I'm going to throw this in there so, because we, 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 that we ain't going to deal with this. But Moses couldn't go in the promised land. And the reason why he couldn't go to the promised land, God told him to speak to a rock. But he got mad and he struck the rock. And guess what? It was done out of disobedience. And what Moses didn't know at that time what God was trying to do with his people. God was trying to get people to believe that there is power that comes from their voice when they speak. See, what God wanted the nation of Israel to see was Moses saying, rock, or just say this, water come forth. And then guess what? Like I said, the disciples was imitators of Christ. Everything he did, they did. See, God didn't want them to think that the stick, the staff, was the power. God want you and me to know. I want you to know this today. That the power of God resides in you. That you are a speaking spirit. And when you speak, you speak God's word over your circumstances. And seek what God would do. Understand, there's power in the name of Jesus. And so let's check this out. Verse 23. They 
did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. They were trapped in darkness. They were trapped where they couldn't even move. A prototype of hell. Judgment. You got to understand that when you see it. That, but in Goshen, God was making a difference. They were walking about free. You know, uh, I, I, I'm going to share this testimony with you. I was in a, I was in a barber shop getting my hair cut. And there was a young lady getting her hair cut. And I was listening to our conversation with the barber. And she began to allude that she had failed and that she had died. Said that they had brought her back. But this is what she said to me. And it shook me to my core. She said that she was in darkness and she knew it and she could see everything in the darkness. She could see that she was in darkness, but she couldn't do anything. But she had all her full faculties. And I was sitting waiting to get my hair cut. But also, I was waiting on an opportunity to talk about this Jesus to her. And she asked the Bible, do you believe in God? Is there, is there something to this? See, God set me up. I'm going to tell you why he set me up. I wasn't even supposed to be at this barber shop. But where I wanted to go get my hair cut, it was closed. And I looked on my phone and I began to Google it, search barber shop near me. And this barber shop came up particularly. So I said, oh, this is, this is a long way I live it. Let me figure this out. And so I went there. But see, I thought I was going to get a haircut. I didn't know that I was on a mission. See, God will use you when you least suspect it. But you just got to be willing and ready. Remember this, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. He loves you. And I was, I was willing. And I was ready. And so I let him talk. And this is what he told him. He said that he believed in reincarnation that oh, what you did in the past life, you get another life. You get to do it over. I was like, oh, yeah, I get, get, I get to witness to both of these people. God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And so when she got up to get ready to pay, I said, excuse me, ma'am. I don't mean to bother you, but I heard your conversation about you being flatlined and they brought you back and you was in utter darkness. I said, but can I tell you something? That there is a heaven and a hell. God is real. I said, and I just began to talk about the God that I love and serve at this moment. And then I said this magic word. Would it be possible, would you allow me to pray for you? Would you give me this chance? And you know what she said? Yes. And I said, Father, give her the revelation of who you are. 
Let her know that she doesn't have to be trapped in darkness, but she can live in the light of you. And guess what? I don't have to never see her again in life. But God declares in his word, his word returns none void. Do you know what that means? That means God backs up his word. Jesus is called the word of God. It says that the word became flesh. So when I pray, this flesh of Christ over her, it will set her free. All I got to do is do my part because God gives the, gives the increase. All I had to do was share the word. Share the word when you got a chance. Now check this out. We, 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 we're going back. We're going back. It says in verse 23, they did not seek one in another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwelling. The Pharaoh called to Moses, said, go serve the Lord. He's lying. You know that, right? Because his heart wasn't right. He thought that he was a God greater than the God who created the heavens and the earth. So he's about to give another false statement. The Pharaoh called to Moses and said, go serve the Lord. Only let your flock and your herd be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. See, this, this is this I want you to see. He wasn't going to let them go because what did he say? Take your little ones, but let me believe your herd and your flocks back. Because guess what? He wasn't going to let them go because the reason why he wasn't going to let them go because if they take those possessions, what do they take? They take the things that they need to survive. But let me tell you something. This God that we serve and believe in has so much power, so much dunamis. He can do whatever he wants to do at any given point in time. Okay, now, so, because he, because he, the Pharaoh called to Moses, verse 24, and said, go serve the Lord, only let your flock and your herd be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. But Moses said, you must also give us a sacrifice and a burnt offering that we may sacrifice to the Lord. Our livestock also should go with us. Not a hoof should be left behind. For we must take some of them to serve the Lord our God. And even we do not know with what we must serve the Lord until we arrive. See. Now you see his heart. See now I'm about to show you something. Now. When Moses says this. To him. That they have to go make a sacrifice to their God. Guess what happens. Rage and jealousy comes up. In Pharaoh. 
he's not going to let them sacrifice to another God. She has, she has heart, heart. That he was not going to let them sacrifice to their God. And I'm going to prove it in verse 27. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. And he would not let them go. Then the Pharaoh said to him, get away from me. Take heed yourself and see my face no more. For in the day you see my face, you shall die. Do you know what that was? He was putting a death sentence on him. Not on Moses. Because like I said, the title verse. Does God make a difference with his people? And the answer is yes. And God is going to make a difference. Because the 10th flag is going to be judgment on all of Egypt. The firstborn would die from the top to the bottom. Livestock. God was going to get his glory regardless of no one can stop God from getting his glory. I know I'm excited. And so check this out. Remember, I, 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 I know I never told you, but God, when God called Moses, he told Moses, you will be a God to the Pharaoh. That's what he said. You will be a God to the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh didn't understand that. Because God walked with Moses. Moses was doing what God called him to do. So let's look at verse 29. And then we're going to close. Check this out. So Moses said, you have spoken well. I will never see your face again. And you know why? Because judgment is getting ready to happen. God is getting ready to make a complete judgment on Egypt. He's going to let the whole world know Israel is mine. No one bothers them. No one harasses them. No one does anything to them. God is going to get victory over his enemy. And check this out. One day we're going to talk about Rahab. Because Rahab does something remarkable. Because guess what? In, 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 the, book, in, the, in the book of Joshua, they talk about this harlot named Rahab. She's a harlot, but guess what? 40 years after the children of Israel crossed through the Red Sea on dry land. And when the two spies come to spy out the land, she saves her whole family. Because she talks about a God that did all these great things that she heard about 40 years ago. God got his name known through the earth. God will fight for you. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And I wanted you to know that God does make a difference. And he will fight for you. But let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, God, I glorify and magnify you. I thank you, Father, for your word. That you make a difference, Father. That 
for three days in Goshen was in light. Like Egypt was in darkness where they couldn't move. They were in a prototype of hell. God, I thank you, God, that you make a difference for your people, Father. And I hope that your people receive your word and power, God. I thank you, God. God, I love you, God. You're all I have. God, when things just don't go my way, God, I got you. Thanks, God, for being there for me. Thanks, God, for being there for me. I love you, Father. Thanks for loving me. Pray that you bless your people, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to tell you that I love you, that you're not alone. Whatever's on your heart, man, is on God's heart, man. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. I love you.